Welcome to the heartbeat. For those of you who participated in the live version of Dark 72, we had almost 500 people from all over the world participate in that three-day challenge. And let me tell you, <laughs> people are quitting their jobs, leaving toxic relationships, starting healthy relationships, finding the right job, like starting up new routines, feeling so empowered. People that I've talked with are like absolutely riding cloud nine, like just high on life. It's insane that in three days with Dark 72, and I just want to say thank you because we also raised close to $500 and I will be donating that to end child sex trafficking. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who participated. You're listening to podcasts again. I found it very funny because I told everybody to join this challenge and you're not supposed to look at your phone or be on social media. And so my engagement plummeted. <laughs> it was pretty funny to watch. I was like, oh yeah, because everybody who loves me is doing Dark 72 right now. Um, and so I just want to say thank you guys for trusting me, for leaning in the process and putting in the work because that's what it's about. And for those of you who don't know, go to dark72.com. Check it out. The whole thing was recorded. So if you didn't make the live event you can do Dark 72 at your own time, whenever, wherever. So it's a three-day dopamine fast, water fast, and shadow work journey where you reset your biochemistry, your mental cognition to take back your inner power. And I love this podcast episode that I did with Bastion because he's the question guy and I'm the heart guy. I saw that and I was like, we got to collab. <laughs> so that's where this is coming from. And um, I love the idea of asking the right questions asking better questions because the questions we ask uh, dictate the answers we get and what we make things mean. And in, and the reason I brought up Dark 72 is because I had you guys, you know, I gave you good questions to journal about and empowering questions to really seek and find empowering meaning to things. And the, the questions that you ask give you better results um, and I've really noticed that in my life because if you ask poor questions, you're going to get poor results. You're going to get poor answers that put you in a lousy state of consciousness. But if you really want to set yourself free, part of it's in asking just simply better questions. And me and Bastion covered this in depth in this episode. Also, I kind of want to note that it was 33 minutes long, the recording. And 33 is my life path number, my angel number. So I was like, all right, this is divine. I'm so excited. For you guys to listen to this episode, all of Bastion's links are down below in the show notes. And again, like I said, he's the question guy. And if you want to ask better questions, go check him out because uh, he, he does an amazing job at guiding people through that process and giving you the prompts and the questions that will quite literally change your life forever. So without further ado, you are listening to The Heart. What's on your heart to talk about today? Well, I have been dealing with this concept of, of flowing with life a little bit lately. And uh, I've just written a post about this this morning, really, because I couldn't sleep. Um, it was one of these nights where I just couldn't sleep. Um, and, you know, I was, I was in that stage where, like, do I get up? Do I, you know, try to get back to sleep or not? I was kind of that fight. And in the end, I was just like, you know what, let me go see the sunrise. And um, I did that. So I had a beautiful like 30 minute walk and went down to the beach um, and just saw a beautiful uh, sunrise. 
And it just really reminded me of that, of that flowing with the current instead of fighting against it or swimming against it, right? It's like a surfing kind of thing. And uh, it's just so true. It's just so Dude, true in life. It's needed. I, I have a, a phrase that, you know, striving creates the gap. Like if you want yeah. a thing, you start striving for it, it, you actually get, it goes further away. Absolutely. Uh, I love that. It's a very interesting concept, but um, diving into the flow, and I'm sure we're going to get into the flow in just a second. I <laughs> wanted to bring you on into the show because you call yourself the question guy. I call myself the heart guy, and I was like, come on, this has got to happen. So <laughs> so why the question guy? Like, where did that start? What, tell me about that. So, yeah, uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, I, I thought the same when I when I saw your little nickname there. And it's just like, that's that's just really cool. <laughs> and I checked out your Instagram and someone's like, oh, we're even talking about the same kind of stuff, right? Um, which we all kind of do in the end. It's just different uh, angles. And, and that's what makes it so so beautiful in the end because you you reach people that I couldn't and the other way around right just by by the way we explain things and and by the way we 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 bring this concept closer to people right. so to answer your question about the questions um it really all started because it changed uh my life in the first place it was more like journaling uh in the beginning but just that i i found out how powerful these these questions really are and it's like a self-help tool really and it's like this um, self-development tool right and it's for free and it's it's accessible for everyone so well in my uh, awakening uh, some time ago I had a you know big uh, breakup and uh, my business went south and it was all kind of in the same same uh, day happening really and and everything outside of me was kind of gone the things that i was chasing right and it was one of these years where i was really proud and uh, even a week before i was like this is it i got it i figured it out this is like business is going i have a, a girlfriend this is working i even remember sending my parents uh, a letter back then i was like you know this is it's all working it's all working it's perfect <laughs> and then like uh you know a little later it just got taken away from me and um that was kind of uh, the lesson, obviously, but but what stayed really was um, were all these big questions, right? Like, who am I? What am I doing here? What's the purpose of all this, even? And and I realized that these questions had been there always. Um, I just had been ignoring them in a way, right? So while chasing the, it's it's this paradigm. It's this while chasing the outside thing, you kind of forget the inside world and then that really was the moment where i realized since everything outside was gone and these questions still were there there's something inside so i kind of discovered my inside world um and what i did out of that is like well if these questions are still there and always there they might need to be answered in some way mm, yeah. and and all i really did intuitively is is take these questions and start writing about them so i i did well, this so little... was it did you i'm gonna stop there like yeah no worries what 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 were the questions and um you know i'm i'm also a big believer in the quality of your questions is very important like ask the right Absolutely. questions you'll get the right answers did, Absolutely. did you change the questions that you were asking yourself at all um well i was basis? Yeah, I, I was kind of, I was really just following my intuition there. I, I wasn't really, you know, checking out stuff from other people say like, yeah, you should journal and you should answer these questions or whatever. It was really on an intuitive um, basis. So I did this little thing with myself because I was so lost. Like, uh, 
like plain and simple, I was devastated in that moment. It, like anything else would be an under understatement, right? So I just really didn't know what to do. Um, but these questions somehow gave me a direction to go with, right? Um, and I, I came across all these spiritual concepts and science and all that kind of stuff, power of the mind, and I gave it a chance in a way. Um, and I just really started writing about whatever came uh, to my mind. I, I didn't allow myself anymore to to get information in only out, right? I was kind of at the at the point where I'm like, wow, I'm completely overwhelmed, don't know what to do. There's so much stuff in my head. Um, I need to find a way to get it out. And that's kind of very intuitively I started writing and then I would literally start with like um I don't know what I'm doing here like I would literally write these sentences in the first page right it's like I'm just writing I don't know what You're to just write doing a stream um, of consciousness absolutely and and that led me to to certain answers and I saw a fear coming up in the next page and I would take that fear and and just literally write something about that fear on the next page or formulate a question around that fear and ask myself more and more questions. Why do I feel this fear? What what am I scared of losing? What What is behind this, right? And I, yeah, you just go deeper and deeper uh, with yourself. And, and as I said, it's accessible well, to anyone. Yeah. yeah, and some things that I want to highlight because you do this really well whether you're aware of it or not, like, like you, you got curious, number one. And I have a phrase, get, get curious instead of furious. Like you said, your whole life got <laughs> taken away from you, like all this stuff you lost. And you leaned into the curiosity of it instead of mm. getting angry or, or depressed and anxious like, and, and avoiding it. You actually leaned into it and you got curious. And I think that that's a huge like, note for people listening um on you why know? you were able to change things and then also hold on real quick um before i forget it also sure, sure. you're asking yourself questions but you're sticking with it and i think a lot of people ask themselves questions mm. metaphorically and throw their hands up in the air <clears throat> like like why is this happening yes. to me and then they just that's yes. all that's the end of the thought they don't stay <laughs> present with it Absolutely. and they don't try to Absolutely. seek the answers and you're actually hungry for those spiritual teachings and for those answers. Mm -hmm. And I think that that mm -hmm. is also something to highlight, but you go ahead. Cause you were about to say something. Absolutely. I, I just want to say like all these emotions that you said before, they were all part of it, right? Like uh, frustration, yeah. anger, like you really, it was really my complete awakening back then. Like just before that, I didn't believe in all of what we're talking right now. So it's, it's really like I, <laughs> I, I was chasing things. I didn't believe in them. But because of that breakup, and, and she was actually a very spiritual person, I tried to understand how she was able to deal with these certain things. Um, and, and that made me curious. Like, I wanted to understand how other people deal with these things, how other people believe, what they believe. And it, it led me into this uh, guru-type world a little bit, which you end up very fast when you, when you go in, into spirituality and, and stuff like that. But then I also found the signs that kind of says exactly the same thing thing and that in a way helped me to to understand this these concepts of of how your mind works how your brain works how your body works how much influence you have over that the subconscious and all that kind of stuff and um a certain concept everything is energy all that kind of stuff um once i believed one thing i made it very simple for myself i said well if i believe this 
then the other thing kind of has also be true, you know, like the law of attraction or, or law of resonance or, or things like this that are maybe hard to believe in the beginning, but I can't just pick one thing and say, well, that sounds kind of cool. And the other thing is, is not real. Then. <laughs> so I kind so of with it, skip right? that. Exactly. So it's like, if I believe this, I got to believe this too. So, um, it, yeah. And then I just jumped into it. You know, when you have something that excites you and you just kind of, it was it was something to hold on to. It, it, well, so it really was. So, do you was. think that somebody can develop that hunger for answers? Um, I sure I sure think so. Drive. I I actually believe I actually believe that it is inside of us always. And uh, when you when you go back to to kids, um, I actually written a, an article about the question why because that's what kids do, right? They ask why until they well they actually never stop really right they just keep going yeah. why why yeah, why right. why why and it's such a good question and then my article is really about that like keep doing that like go back to being that child that that four-year-old child that just asks you why 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 because you go deeper you you try to understand things and i think that's also a little bit like you know society school doesn't teach you to ask why it, it like you know the facts are important so there's obviously all these influences that kind of take that curiosity and we're not we're, we're not supposed to ask questions mostly right it's not it's not a trait that is valued mostly it's it's more like it's following society, what some yes. people I say think, exactly. exactly so by society i think yeah. that goes think, away a little bit yeah and you know there is something inherent in us about asking those right questions right mm. i know mm -hmm. for myself like um you know, I was a very curious kid, and I think everybody is until somebody until <laughs> something so. happens one day, and you just say, "Okay, I'm just going to follow." Um, exactly. And the, the system, the government, the the structure of society is built that way. Everything. Kind of, it, 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 it's that way because it is right. If, if a kid asks, it's, "Why is exactly. the sky blue?" and you don't know the answer, and you're going to get frustrated, <laughs> you're going to be like, "Because it is." Listen to me, and we kind Absolutely. of just follow along in that instance. So. Mm -hmm. And also culturally, it's it's propagated and everything. But um, do you know who Daniel Schmackenberger is? Schmackenberger, I think. Um, how you pronounce his last? And no, no, actually, he's no. not really well known. But I've been watching his YouTube videos like crazy recently. For all of you listening, cool. uh, his his stuff will be in the show notes below. But yeah, this guy basically was his parents were philosophers. Philosophers or like mm -hmm. they. they they just love knowledge and learning and, and go into libraries all the time. And yeah, yeah. Um, they did an experiment on him, literally, as their child wow. and said that we're going to homeschool this kid and we're just going to let him follow his own curiosities. If he wants to, wow. whatever he wants to study and whatever questions he's asking, we're going to go to the library because, mm -hmm. you know, they didn't have internet back then. And we're going to get mm -hmm. the answers. <laughs> and that's yeah. going to be his curriculum. The guy is a super genius. And is it. on a mission, and it has so much. He's so conscious and so woke, but he also is has his hands and his fingers in the in knowledge around raising consciousness through the world, creating the new yeah. world, like dispelling all of the societal and uh, sociological, economic stuff, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and and how we can shift humanity. He's he's a powerhouse, and the way that he thinks is so beautiful. And beautiful. I think it just goes to show, you know, he he he's the founder of uh, Qualia. It's also a, a supplement company mm. on like enhancing human okay. performance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your brain function and everything. And uh, anyway, the dude's awesome. He's founded like think tanks and all this stuff. But that just goes to oh, show like when you follow that inner curiosity, it leads you to your brilliance. Yeah, absolutely.
And I think this is exactly what's kind of been shut down, um, as you just said, by, you know, out of, out of many reasons in school. And it's just easier, right, for teachers and then, than constantly answering uh, these questions. And, and this, this curiosity is so, so, so important. And again, questions are, are there to, to find answers. And if we don't ask them and if we lose the, you know, the, the trait of asking them, um, it's going to be difficult. So to me, it's no wonder that, that people are like, you know, stopping after the first question and don't go deeper. They, they haven't learned it. They, they, or they have forgotten how to ask uh, the next questions and keep going, right? Right. It's kind of like a, it's, it's uncomfortable too. Your ego doesn't like it. Absolutely. When no, you, absolutely. When you get the quest, answers to these questions, you're like, that comes on top. Yeah. a little bit. You're like, fuck. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a big part of it too. So, I mean, I, I still deal with that sometimes, right? Like, yeah. uh, to be very honest, there's, there's places where you sometimes just don't feel like going in that moment, right? Sometimes it takes a couple of of steps or, or first a, a little bit of writing before you go a little deeper. And, you know, that's also, I mean, I'm sure you work with people or have worked with people. That's where um, we also have coaches and, and kind of, you know, get that help, that uh, that additional uh, support in, in these areas. It's very important. Definitely. Well, what, what was a question that changed your life? Ooh, there's, there's so many but the one question that that came out of uh this whole experiment that i did when once i woke up um actually i i I really did a whole week like i didn't allow myself to to gather any knowledge so i would even even be very strict with music i shot my my phone off flight mode like literally only out nothing in absolutely i was i love that i was in i was in in a time where i just didn't know what else to do you know what i mean i was like it was just an intuitive uh thing but what came out of it is really this one question and i i think your audience um it's a brilliant question it's like um am i a priority in my own life and it has so much to do with with self-love and this is this is your area as well right it's like am i a priority in my life and i kind of i I keep asking myself that question from time to time because it makes sure or i can make sure that way am i still on the path have i lost something on the way have i lost myself along the way then we talk that can happen in so many forms and ways right it's it's again this story of chasing something outside and forgetting who you are forgetting what's important to you and it happens so fast and easily. It happens in relationships where you where you lose a trait of yourself or you, you give yourself away or that it happens in business. It, it happens everywhere. So this question really um, gets me back on, on track and I have to ask it quite frequently. Yeah. So what do you what like? I mean, obviously, one question isn't enough. You probably ask yourself even more <laughs> questions. You go down the rabbit hole. You're like, absolutely you know, really start getting as you really start getting curious. Um, I'll tell you one that, that helped me out recently was, yeah, uh, please. What, what am I, what do I pretend to know that I don't know? Mm, um, that's because I started, one. I started recently questioning everything in my life. Like, okay, yes. why, Beautiful. why do I do the thing? Why am I waking up at 5am? Why am I hanging out around these people? <laughs> why am I dressing the way that I dress? Why do, why am I yeah. doing this podcast? Why am I? you know, striving so hard to reach the world through my, my work. Um, absolutely. There was, there was a lot of questioning that happened. I went on a, a very similar to you, uh, kind of yeah. like blackout mode, whatever you want to call it. I did a 72 hour water fast 
And <laughs> in that time, I was meditating like four to six hours a day and just yeah, going yeah, deep yeah, yeah. and spiritually, wow. right? And so um, I came out on the other side with a shitload of limiting beliefs that I didn't even realize of I was course. having because you're not of aware course. of what you're not aware of, right? So I like <laughs> that was something that and, helped me out. And and this is so beautiful with with these questions. What what it really does? It has like a couple of superpowers really. And and the the first thing that it really does is it creates awareness and. You can't change what you're not aware of. So just asking a question will make you aware of certain things. And this is exactly what you've just done. It's like you question everything, which means you bring the flashlight to that specific thing. And then you are, you're actually able to ask uh, additional questions towards that that you wouldn't be able to do um, otherwise. Also, it kind of shows you the limiting beliefs, right? And also, if you start questioning your beliefs, you kind of bust them while doing so because the moment you doubt something you're not believing it anymore and that's just it, it's beautiful it also solidifies the beliefs that are already working for you because you're, you you gain confidence out of this so questions really have a lot of a lot of these uh, superpowers i call them really right and and what you just did is exactly an explanation of that i love it man i absolutely love it yeah yeah it's it's powerful i feel like the really is the biggest yeah, the biggest thing that you can do is because what we're doing with, you know, kind of like you said, no information coming in. You're just doing your soul searching yourself is absolutely detaching from if you think about it chemically, you're, you're, you're doing a dopamine fast and you're essentially just absolutely you yeah. know, cutting all the stuff that you're addicted to that you go to when you feel uncomfortable for a dopamine hit so that you yeah. don't sit with the uncomfort. Right. Um, absolutely. And, and I think. Yeah. Another concept that, that comes in into this is like, I strongly believe that all the answers are within me and they are all, like all your answers are within you. So there's no, nowhere else to look really, right? That's where this, I have a this saying, superpowers you're, you're of meditation comes from. Yeah. I have a saying, you're the problem and the solution to everything in your life. Absolutely. I think you just yeah. made a post about it, didn't you? I think I read I that. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that one. I say it often. I saw that one. True. <laughs> it is absolutely true. Um, and, and I, I think as coaches, that's kind of what we help people with. We're, we're a guide, right? We're not telling you this is the solution, do this, but kind of finding the answer that is already inside of you, right? There's, it's an individual path, so I can know what's right for you. I would never know. Only you know what's right for you. And, and our job I see is, is being a guide to that, bringing light, right? Additional light and support, um, to these areas and, and try to, you know, find their own answers. Right. It's very true. So what, I mean, as a coach that, and you, you obviously help people with questions, you're the question guy. What are some of the questions <laughs> you, you often give to people? Like for everybody listening in and tuning in, what's some stuff that they could do? Um, I'm actually, you know, simple, simple questions are a, a great way to start. I, I deal a lot with people, you know, not being clear on where they want to go and, and, you know, what, what is their purpose and these kind of things like this kind of clarity questions. And what I find, um, one of the really, uh, big questions is, for example, what would you do? Um, if you had like $1 billion, like a, a big amount of money. So what we're trying to do with this one is kind of take away the, the fear of not having money. So mm. what you want to see is really what, what are you going to do if money wasn't a problem, right? Would you do the same things or not? 
The other thing is a um, very simple one. Um, uh, what would your perfect day look like? I'm sure you have done that yourself once. I do. At least, I get, I right? Give this to, yeah, I give this to my clients. And it's so simple. It's so simple, but it shows you where you want to go. What's important to you, right? What is, what is there? What isn't? Like, it's really like it's that dream state. You want to move people into the possibility, right? Not in, not like keeping yourself in the lack. Yeah, like... Um, always trying to move them into possibilities. And these type of questions are so simple, yet super, super powerful. Mm -hmm. That's so true. And what is, I, what you, is one, you, um, what is one that you give? Like, um, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you use questions in your, in your thing. What is one that you're like, um, because I'm always in search for, for new and, and better questions, right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, when you, you, you said the phrase clarity questions and I have something mm -hmm. called the clarity questions in one of my courses, um, mm, cool. essentially about, you know, self-love, healing, codependency, mm -hmm. like uh, trusting yourself and that, having that sense of inner peace and confidence. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. we, I, I asked the questions pertaining to your love life because that's the one that's most energetically charged. And so yes, if you can get clear on what you want in your love life, whether you're looking for a relationship right now or not, or you're in a relationship mm -hmm. right now or not, mm -hmm. um, if you can really get clear there, it's a really clear mirror where you get to then, okay, how do I have to show up, et cetera. So the, we yeah. get clear on what do you want in that area of your life. And it's, what do you want to feel when you're around this person? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How, how does, I how does the relationship, you know, how does the relationship feel? What? Yeah. What did their friends say about them? Who the who, who do they hang out with? What did they say about you behind your back? Absolutely, I love that. Are they that. raving about you? Are they complaining about yeah. you? You know what I mean. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. um, asking the there's a fifty questions in that. But then at the the end of it, you flip it around and go, well, how do I have to show up in order to attract yeah. and maintain this relationship? Absolutely. How do I, what do I have to believe about myself? What do I have to believe about love? And relationships, so true. and that's so true. the roadmap that we use, you know, for the rest of my course when I'm coaching people. Um, where it's like, okay, cool. There's the gap. That's what we can control is you. <laughs> so we, so we walk that yeah. spiritual path. Yeah, I love that. Um, as I, I think so similar to to my approach is really it's it's you know finding out where you are right now, seeing that vision, um, talking about that vision, but then also seeing the gap as you just mentioned, right? What what's missing in between, and then give practical tools to to actually change um, what you want to change, and what you really want to change is is yourself and your beliefs and your perceptions, and and then reality uh, switches. And my fifth step is really finding flow in all of this, which means balancing everything out, right? Which is equally important you can have all these tools and information and you i saw i think your post as well about morning routines and stuff man i've been you know doing all kinds of routines i'm sure you have tested a, a oh, few yeah. and a few things and sometimes <laughs> oh, they're wow. 10 minutes and sometimes they're three hours and you, you got to find your own thing and it has to work with your lifestyle it has to work with with the work you do how you want to show up there's no need to train for a marathon if you don't want to run a marathon that's kind of how i how I say, right? You don't, if you don't want to be like a spiritual superpower house, then you don't have to meditate five hours a day. Like if that's not important to you, then, then use it some, some like use your energy and time uh, somehow else. Also, um, my meditation is maybe someone else's dancing class. You know what I mean? That's the individuality that you need to find. And, and that creates actually the flow in your life because now it's, 
integrated and easy when trying to apply what all these gurus tell you this is the perfect morning routine and there is absolutely science behind it and it makes sense but it still has to work for you if it doesn't then the best routine is is worth nothing right yeah that's so true because everybody's so unique <laughs> absolutely yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, you know, I'm not down that morning routine. I, just, I said it in a YouTube video, but I was just like, <laughs> look, like, customize this shit, you know? I, sometimes I dance you have instead to. of meditate. Sometimes yeah. I, you know, like, call up a friend. It, it's you really got to be intuitive, but it does help Absolutely. me at least, and this is just for me, to have that somewhat structure of mm -hmm. something to do in the morning. I think, I mean, obviously Absolutely. it gives me a sense of control. I'm not going to, you know, lie on that, but. It, I'm also yeah. a morning person and I love my mornings. And if I do my, like when I do my morning routine, I'm just set and I feel so good. Also, I wake up at like 5 or 4 a.m. So yeah, I'm up yeah, before yeah. everybody else. Like that's just my time to really hone in on me and not worry. There's about. something beautiful to those hours. I, I, I really know so uh, what you're talking about. They, like I, feel, I, I always feel like the energy is different really around you. Like when everything, when the whole city is still asleep, you're just like, you feel ahead of, of time a little bit. Things are quiet, you're not stressed out. And once the city picks up as well, I feel like the rushing energy is, is much higher than, than in those really early morning hours, right? Like today, the sunrise, and I wasn't stressed at all. Not a single moment into uh, today's, right? <laughs> yeah. That, and that's just so cool. Like how <laughs> many people don't wake up for the sunrise? Absolutely. I mean, there are people, but, you know, I think... They are, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like us, right? But I think it's just, <laughs> there's something special, dude, and that's just my, my time with it. Yeah, no, I get that. I totally get that. I, I think it is so important, and I've actually been talking about this with my girlfriend a lot lately, these, these kind of pillars in the day, I, I call them, right? You, you don't have to structure out your whole complete day. You also want to have spontaneity in there. Again, it's finding that flow space. But just right. having a few pillars, like, let's say a morning routine, whatever that is for you, but having that clear structure of, hey, this is the time I get up. And for example, this is the time I go to bed when I shut down. And then there in between can be another a pillar that helps you to have that kind of structure of your day. That's how you prime yourself for the day. That's the morning routine, right? Whatever that means to you. Mm -hmm. That's very true. So, yeah. I, you know, you you mentioned in the very beginning, I just want to circle it back, getting in the flow and kind of a flow state. Yeah. Um, <laughs> explain more about that, because I think that's also kind of mainstream. Everybody's like, oh, be in the flow, but not a lot of people know True. either what it means or they're trying to get there and they haven't fully experienced it yet, maybe, they think. Um, what advice would you have there? I mean, I think, you know, flow, just to clarify a little bit, again, I'm, I'm always um, a fan of being individual. What, what my flow is, is not your flow and, and vice versa. So you kind of have to find, I think how I would uh, describe flow is when things are just kind of lining up for you, right? When, when there is easiness to what you do and how you do it. That doesn't mean everything goes perfect, but you know, you have these days where you just you know, every song that pops up on Spotify is like that one song that you've been waiting for and you dance a little bit, you're in a good mood, you get stuff done easily, there is no resistance, there is like, right, these kind of stages. Um, yeah. And obviously, this is the nicest place to live when you have a conversation and you can indulge with, you know, with your friends and just forget time around you. And these these moments, I think, are flow states. Now, how, how to get into that? 
I think passion is a huge player in this. Like if you're passionate about playing music, for example, I used to play the piano and I remember these stages. Um, I could sit there for three hours, forget all the time around me and whatever, and just play. You're just present. You're just enjoying what you're doing. And I think that's an indicator for flow. When you kind of forget time and space and you just do what you do. Now, this can be any any activity for you, anything really, right? If you're a huge meditation fan, you also can kind of get into these these, these flow states. And um, I think taking that energy and um, using it for the next task that comes in, I think it just really helps to to keep that momentum, that momentum going. Um, so find, find something that you're passionate about and do it, do it often. Like, um, I think happiness and passion, um, these are great indicators of what brings you into a flow state. Mm -hmm. Definitely. What is, what is something for you? Like, um, I'm sure you're, you know, you're interested in peak performance and, um, the way I see you on Instagram, having like your morning routines and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure you're always looking uh, how you can optimize and all that. What's something that brings you into flow state and how do you kind of, um, you know, what is the flow state for you? Creation. When I'm creating yeah. something, I'm an artist. So I have to stay Love in that it. state of constant, like I feel like I'm creating. And when I'm in that space, it, it just flows mm -hmm. so effortlessly. Um, what kind of like, what kind of art are we, are we talking? That could be anything that could be poetry. That could be a, Instagram nice. post that could be a blog article that could be a YouTube video nice, nice. or talking with a friend. Even I'm just very, I like even in conversations, I feel it's a form of art. I totally. live yeah. as an artist and everything that I do is this conversation is a form of art, right? So when I approach things Beautiful. as that, I get to be in the flow more of the time and I also get to have a lot more fun, but I mm. more than anything, remember that I am the creator. And I yeah. get out of the scarcity mindset or the survival mindset Absolutely. that thinks that I'm a victim or I'm just, you know, life just is the way it is. I get to create it, it how I it, want yeah. to. Yeah. You know? and it can't that, really that coexist. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That for me is the, the switch that I make um, to get yeah. myself in the flow. But, you know, there's things that I do if I'm out of bat, if I'm out of whack and I recognize I'm like frustrated or something, then I'll mm -hmm. find a way to mm -hmm. get into the flow of it. But that's just the beautiful dance of life. Right. Like, I don't think there's not a there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, what, one thing I want to add to that is like expectations play a huge role in that. I yeah. feel like, right. If you if you don't have an end goal in mind, really like playing an instrument or creating that thing, then it's just about the creation. It's really just about the journey, as you just said. Right. It's about the journey, not the end goal. And that's just a beautiful place to be because you're not, uh, you don't need it, right? If you need something, then you're, you're dependent on it. That's where the, the scarcity comes in and the anxiety and all that kind of stuff. And if you, if you're not in that stage, things flow. That's, that's beautiful. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yep. So true. Well, man, thank you so much for jumping on the show. Absolutely. And, and chatting. This conversation has been awesome. It has been. Uh, where can, been where can people find out more about you and all of your questions? <laughs> um, I have. Um, I think the best uh, the best way to reach out to me is is Instagram right now. Bear on a walk. Um, bear like the animal on a walk altogether. Um, bearonawalk.com is the website. You find a couple of things, lots of articles. I've written blog posts about exactly uh, these things we have been uh, we have been talking about. 
um, yeah, just created a new Facebook group as well, which is called Flowing with Life. Um, is all about this kind of stuff and how to balance it out and, you know, find these flow states um, for yourself. So these are definitely the, the starting points. And just, you know, I'm always a message away. I'm, I'm taking that very seriously. I'm replying to every comment. Every message is answered. Um, so you can get personally in touch with me for sure. I love it so much. Well, man, thank <laughs> you again for this convo. For everybody tuning in, check out all of his stuff because as you can tell, he's got amazing psyche and brain and you can find out all of his details in the show notes below and as Thank always so put some heart into everything that you do today